you're never going to be able to do anything alone. So you need to surround yourself with good people. But why have good people around you if you're not going to listen to them, if you're not going to empower them? I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And what I don't know is a lot more than what I know. So what I try to do is I try to hire people who are really, really good at things that I'm not good at. What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. Thank you for tuning in. Today, our guest is Adam Mendler. And today, this one is a little different from what we normally talk about. Today, we're talking about leadership and entrepreneurship skills for investors, for anybody out there trying to make money. This is a great lesson for you. And I'll tell you a little bit about Adam's background. He has started and runs a couple of companies that are doing awesome things. You're going to learn about that in the show. He's going to tell you all about it. He has an awesome podcast, The 30-Minute Mentor, and with, with some amazing guests. I'll just tell you this straight up. I'm just going to read a few off here. The CEO of Gold's Gym, Rob Lowe, you know, the actor Rob Lowe, NBA legend Rick Berry, Olympic gold medalist Ryan Murphy, a number of other uh, CEOs or founders, entrepreneurs in there that have done so many awesome things. I just went through a few. The creator of P90X. Everybody knows P90X. General Barry McCaffrey. So many more awesome guests with amazing lessons. And today we're digging into Adam's lessons as an entrepreneur in building his businesses, in speaking as a leader, things that he, he's learned along the way, and what we can extract and what we can learn in our own businesses that we're building. And not everybody out there that listens to this show is building a business, but these are still important things to know because you can become a better leader in your life. You can think about how you can lead others in your day job or whatever it is, whatever, however you need to lead people. There's somewhere that I think we can all improve as leaders. And I mean, Adam is a great guy to learn from and brings a wealth of knowledge from all of the folks that he's interviewed on his show and his own experience. He's even had Brian Tracy on his show, the, the noted uh, speaker, Brian Tracy, the CEO of Waze, the directions app. I use Waze literally every day. It's awesome. Amazing. And uh, I was really happy to speak with Adam. And we had a great time connecting further after we uh, stopped the record. So you're going to learn a lot today. I know I sure did. If you're new to the show, I'm your host, Taylor Lode. I'm a real estate investor. I'm a real estate syndicator. I buy real estate with passive investors and split the return. If you do enjoy the show, I ask that you take a quick second. If you're an Apple user, go to the iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. Leave us a rating and review. Five stars if you don't mind. It's very much appreciated. That helps other people learn about the show. It helps us rank higher in the Apple uh, ecosystem, if you will. Helps us do a little bit better uh, within their algorithm. and. I won't lie. It helps me feel good. I get to see the things that you guys are saying and that you're benefiting from the show. Just want to give a shout out to Amit for our most recent five-star review. Review. He's been listening to the podcast for over a year. He says our content and guests are great and uh, appreciates me allowing the guests to tell their story, having them share, and uh, appreciate that so much. So thank you, Amit, and thank you to everyone else who has given us a review. If you're new to the show, and you do enjoy it, take a quick second, go to your podcast app, look up the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, hit that subscribe button. That way you'll get every new episode straight to your mobile device. Without any further ado, here we go with Adam Mendler. Adam, thank you for joining us today. Taylor, thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. 
I'm excited to talk with you. You've done some amazing things and you have a really interesting message. But for our listeners out there who don't know about you, don't know about your business, don't know about your podcast, can you introduce us to Adam and tell us about what you do? Sure. Well, first things first, uh, excited to be here with you. Excited to be here with your listeners. I do a bunch of different things. So I'm an entrepreneur. I run a few different businesses in different industries. We have an office furniture company called Beverly Hills Chairs. We're the leading sellers in the country of refurbished brand name office chairs. So the Herman Miller Aeron chair, for example, which is the best selling chair ever made. Um, normally sells for about $1,400 brand new. We sell those at 50% off retail. So that's one of our businesses selling refurbished brand name chairs. We have a, another company called Custom Tobacco, where if customers go to customtobacco.com, you can create your own fully customized private label cigars in real time. Everything's customized, the shape, the size, the blend, the wrapper, the flavor, very popular for gifts, very popular for events. We have a lot of clients in the real estate space who love ordering from us either for their own consumption or for the purpose of giving gifts for personal or for business use. We also do some consulting work in the field of software. Um, I do a lot of work in leadership. I have a podcast, as you mentioned, which is called 30 Minute Mentors. Each week I go one-on-one -on -one with the most successful people in the country, CEOs and founders of the best known companies in America, Fortune 500 CEOs, founders of multi-billion dollar businesses, Hall of Fame and Olympic gold medal winning athletes, political and military leaders. And I spend 30 minutes in depth going one-on-one -on -one with my guests on how they got to the top, but more importantly on how listeners can get to the top as well. And in addition to all of that, I do some speaking on the topic of leadership to organizations, to businesses, to nonprofits, and to universities. So I keep myself busy, but never too busy, Taylor, to make some time for you and for your listeners. Well, I appreciate that very much. And it's it's always impressive, and, or it's very impressive. And one of the things I'm always uh, curious about and fascinated by uh, with successful and serial entrepreneurs like yourself is, again, getting back to that time and how you managed to set up your life and set up systems and teams and everything around putting it together so that you have time to talk with us, but also to, you know, do the things that you like to do in life that aren't specifically business related, whatever those things are. Can you tell us about how you really manage that and, and put those systems, those teams together and lead that whole thing, drive, steer that ship, right? Because we all only, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, right? And there are guys like you, Elon Musk, who are doing all these big things, building these awesome companies, and they have the same number of hours that the rest of us do. They just get so much done. And uh, can you tell us about how you put that all together and manage the time, the teams, and all the systems? Well, I'll share something very simple. And it's something that I would imagine your listeners may have heard many times before, but it's something that I believe in very strongly, and that's the importance of working on your business rather than working in your business. And it's something that you hear from all entrepreneurs, and it's something that I heard when I was in business school, going dating back to my time in college, taking business classes uh, at USC's entrepreneurial program. But the reality is, as an entrepreneur, 
you need to spend a good amount of time working in your business before you can work on your business. And the first few years of my time as CEO of the Velos Group, I didn't have people who I could delegate things to that I would that allowed me to take a step back and do all these things that I'm doing now. So in those early years, uh, I think that I learned a lot firsthand uh, about the importance of time management. I learned a lot the importance uh, firsthand of you're not going to be able to scale unless and until you have the right people around you who you can hand things off to, who can execute and allow you to move into a more strategic role. So it really starts with you yourself understanding the business, getting the business to a place where you can bring the right people in who can accentuate your efforts. And ultimately, this is just something I talk about a lot on the podcast with my guests. You're never going to be able to do anything alone. So you need to surround yourself with good people. But why have good people around you if you're not going to listen to them, if you're not going to empower them? I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And what I don't know is a lot more than what I know. So what I try to do is I try to hire people who are really, really good at things that I'm not good at. And that list is much longer than the things that I am good at. And I try to empower them, provide whatever advice, guidance, and resources that I can. But a lot of what I'm doing is just getting out of the way and letting them do their thing. So that is a an interesting spin that I, I feel like you you so rarely hear people say in the discussion of working on your business versus in your business in that you said for some amount of time you have to work in the business, you know, but how do you know when enough is enough? And I'm just, you know, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. I need to hire someone to handle whatever a particular task might be. Maybe they can do it 80% as well as you. Maybe they can do it 120% as well as you, but the time has come to take this task off of my plate so that I can step up a level. How do you know when to do that? I think you should do that as quickly as you can. The challenge is that number one, too often entrepreneurs uh, have challenge or not only entrepreneurs, but people in positions of authority have challenges around delegation. So fortunately for me, that's never been an issue. There are lots of things that I'm bad at, but <laughs> delegating is not one of them. And when you're comfortable uh, empowering others, you recognize that the more quickly you can bring other people in around you to take over responsibility, the more easily and more readily your business will be able to scale. So I'm a big believer that that should be done as quickly as you can. Now, it's important to understand that you're not going to be able to do that on day one. If you try doing that on day one, you're not going to have a business that people are going to be able to take over. You're not going to have clear roles, clear responsibilities. There's not really going to be able to be anything that anyone is going to be able to run with. So I think it's important to try to build your business up to a point where you can bring people in to help you take it to that next level. Uh, and I'm a believer that the day that that day comes is a great day for your business. So try to get there as quickly as you can and try to recognize that day because it's an important milestone for any company.
Do you want direct access to passive commercial real estate investments, including apartments, self-storage, medical facilities, hotels, and even more? CrowdStreet has you covered. They provide access to a wide variety of commercial real estate syndications for accredited investors. Over 520 deals have been closed through the platform, and investors have placed over $2.1 billion, that's billion with a B, in those deals. Go to PassiveWealthStrategy.com slash CrowdStreet to get started, or click the link in the show notes. See the CrowdStreet platform for full terms and conditions of what they offer. Once again, that's PassiveWealthStrategy.com slash CrowdStreet to get started. So it's interesting you said it a little bit before, you know what you know, you know what you don't know. And you mentioned about having a, having skill in delegation. I would say personally, that's an area that I actually struggle in and, and I've learned over time, but it's I'm constantly trying to evolve. In your opinion, you know, based on your experience, what do you think uh, are, are major mistakes that guys like me tend to make when we're looking to delegate particular tasks and, you know, things that, that frankly, you know how to do right that uh, the rest of us don't know how to do or, or haven't caught up with yet? How are we screwing up our delegation of tasks? Well, I'm a big believer that in life, most people are bad at most things. I personally am bad <laughs> at too many things to list. I know that we have about half an hour together today. And if I had to tell you everything in life that I'm bad at, not only would we burn through the entire half an hour, it would take half a day. Maybe it would take half a year to go through everything that I'm bad at because that list is close to endless. And I believe that we're all good at a few things. And I think we all have that one thing that we're exceptional at. We have that one thing that makes us special, that makes us different, that makes us unique. It's our superpower. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you special, what it is that makes you different, what it is that makes you unique, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So when I talk to audiences, I really encourage people to get on that journey of self-discovery to try to figure out what is it about you that makes you special? What is it about you that makes you different? Because the more quickly you can understand what about you differentiates you from everyone else, the more quickly you'll be able to figure out how you can spend your time. What is it that you should be focusing on in the course of your day? And what is it that you should be bringing in people around you to focus on? So without having that understanding and something that I tell people is, before you can effectively lead others, you need to be able to lead your own life. And this is as good an example as any. It really starts with understanding yourself. So Taylor, what I would tell you is if you're having struggles around delegation, I would advise you to take a step back and really do some introspection. Try to assess what is it that you really do well? What is it that you forget about doing poorly? What is it that you don't absolutely hit out of the ballpark. Even if it's a single, what do you do that's not a home run? And think about how you can surround yourself with people who can hit home runs in those areas or can at least hit doubles in those areas. Because if you're hitting a single and you can bring someone else who can hit a double, I'd rather have someone who can hit a double than hit a single. Now I'm an Angels fan. So at this point, I'll take someone who could just get on base. Um, <laughs> Taylor Ward got hit by a pitch twice yesterday, and you'll take it. You, we just want base runners. So 
and a lot of it just depends on your perspective. Mm, okay, interesting. So you have a, a pretty storied history as an entrepreneur, and you know you've you've done quite a few things. Can you tell us about? I hope that baseball analogy worked. I don't know how many baseball fans we have here, but. Well, personally, I'm not a huge sports guy generally, but I certainly understand what you're going for. I think most Americans probably get it. We do have some non-American listeners, so sorry, guys, but hopefully people get it. But, but you know, depending on where in the world you're listening from, if you're listening from Korea, you might be a big baseball fan. If you're true. listening from Japan, you might be a big baseball fan. If you're listening from Cuba, you might be a big baseball fan. So we've got some baseball fans who are deeply passionate about the sport all across the world. That's very true. And I don't know much about cricket, but it seems similar-ish enough that, you know, you might be able to do the translation. And I didn't even so. name Dominican Republic, Venezuela, so Puerto Rico. Well, yeah. Puerto Rico is part of America. But anyway, <laughs> so, I digress. People probably get it. But so in your, you know, experience building uh, these companies that, that you, you, you built, are there any stories that come to mind where, you know, maybe you, 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 made a mistake in delegating something and you learned and changed the way in which you delegate that, you know, a lesson that we can take from you know, your specific experience in, in hiring folks to handle things in your businesses? Yeah. So Taylor, it's a great question. And I can tell you that uh, early on in my businesses, one of the mistakes that I made was bringing people on too early. So, uh, a lesson that I learned that I shared with you and with your listeners around the importance of working in your business before you can work on your business is from my own personal experience of bringing people on to try to build my businesses for me before I really did the hard work of taking these businesses to a certain level before I could then bring people in to uh, really run the day-to-day -day operations for them. So right now, I don't run the day-to-day -day operations for Beverly Hills Chairs. If anyone's listening to this podcast and wants to buy a Herman Miller Aeron chair or a Steelcase Leap chair, or if anyone's listening to this podcast and wants a fully customized private label cigar, email me and I'll connect you to the people on our team who are handling sales and handling customer service and handling operations. That's not me anymore. In the early days of our businesses, uh, I brought people in too early before the businesses were fully fleshed out. And that was a mistake because I, I didn't do the hard work of getting the businesses to a place where they were really in the kind of game shape where we could hire people. So learning from that experience uh, helped me understand the importance of going in yourself, building these businesses up to a point where they're in tip-top condition is certainly by no means massive companies but at that point you hire people who can really help you grow and scale these businesses interesting okay appreciate that right now we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor have you ever wanted to invest in the private lending and debt side of real estate you might find that going out and finding borrowers on your own is tough when you find a borrower you have the task of evaluating their plan all on your own and the traditional way of lending private money highly concentrates your risk because you'll probably be funding the whole rehab loan on your own. That meant writing loan checks well into the hundreds of thousands of dollars, placing a lot of risk in individual borrowers and properties. 
Not to mention, there's a lot for you to know in terms of how to structure these loans so that you can help protect yourself and work with the borrower in your interests. Now, there's a new way to invest in the debt side of real estate that turns the private money lending space on its head. You can invest in a variety of debt instruments with this new platform with as little as $10 in each opportunity. You can diversify your investment across a wide variety of borrowers, geographies, and asset types. This new platform is called Ground Floor. They make it easy to invest in either your name or using your self-directed IRA. And if you don't already have a self-directed IRA, don't worry. They make it easy to get started and get one opened. Go to www.passivewealthstrategy.com slash ground floor to get started or click the link in the show notes. See the ground floor site for full terms and details of what they offer. Once again, that's www.passivewealthstrategy.com slash ground floor or click the link in the show notes. Back to the show. All right, Adam, I've got three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. So <laughs> great. it's not remember. Great. First one, what is the best investment you ever made other than in your education? It's a great question. And I'm going to bundle this question with your next question because uh, I know where you're going with this. And uh, I'm going to come at this from a different perspective than the investment gurus who you have on this podcast. So if you bring on someone who runs a hedge fund, they'll tell you one thing. If you bring on someone who is a um, wealth manager, they'll tell you something else. I'm an entrepreneur. So what I'm going to tell you is the best and worst investment I've ever made is building my own businesses. Uh, I've learned more than I've ever learned in any other phase of my life. It's been the best education. It's been the best form of growth. It's been an incredible investment in that sense. Uh, it's also been the most taxing experience for me. It's also been the most difficult investment for me. It's been um, a challenge that is very difficult to articulate and is something that only other entrepreneurs can really understand. So I would say that it's the kind of experience that if they say it's the best of times, it's the worst of times. I would say you could say it was the best investment. It was the worst investment. I'm a very big believer in the quote from Satchel Page, don't look back. And uh, I uh, am very happy that uh, I'm on this journey. You make decisions that you make and um, you look back. Nothing you can do about them. I'm glad that I'm doing this uh, clearly for me, you know, I've, I've been able to do things that I wouldn't be able to do uh, without uh, being an entrepreneur at the same time, you know, it, it's by no means an, an easy road. It's not for everyone. So uh, what I, what I tell people, regardless of the investment you make, view it and regardless of the experience you have, view it as an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to grow. And uh, you can't change the past. All you can do is try to learn from whatever it is that you've done. Awesome. So we covered the best investment and the worst investment, which is building your own companies. I don't know if we cover the last question here too, but the last question, my favorite question at the end of the show is what is the most important lesson you've learned in business and investing? That's a hard one. And um, I, I don't know that I can really give you any one single best piece of advice. Uh, I ask this question to a lot of people who I interview and I ask them, 
what is the single best piece of advice you've ever received? I ask for their best advice on different topics. And I don't know that I can fairly tell you that I have one tip that I can share with people. Um, but if I do have to just give one thing, I would like to take listeners back to what I shared earlier in the conversation, because I do think it's so important, which is that I, I do really believe that there is one thing about each of us that makes us special. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is, the more successful you'll be. So I know that we spent some time on that. And uh, there's a reason why I'm ending with that, because I just think that as you think about what it takes to lead in business, what it takes to lead in life, it really starts with leading your own life. It really starts with understanding who you are. And it really starts with knowing what it is that separates you from everyone else. Awesome. I love that. Well, Adam, thank you for joining us today and teaching us these lessons and also putting out some awesome content on your own show. If folks want to reach out and learn more about what you do, or if you want to tell us the businesses, business names again, if folks want to get a chair or a, a customized cigar, <laughs> where can they track you down? Well, Taylor, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I try to make it really easy for anyone interested in connecting with me or connecting with my content. It's just my name, Adam Mendler, so you can find me at adammendler.com. That's my website. Uh, my social media, at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. My podcast is 30 Minute Mentors. That's all spelled out. The word 30 Minute Mentors. It's available on all podcasting apps. So whatever app you're listening to this great podcast on, you can find it, listen, subscribe. I always tell people just start with whichever guest is most interesting to you. The guests are uh, really interesting people, a lot more interesting than I am. So uh, hopefully that <laughs> says something. And um, I, I did mention a couple of the businesses that uh, I operate, Beverly Hills Chairs. You can go to www.beverlyhillschairs.com. Custom Tobacco is www.customtobacco.com. Anyone interested in learning more about the Velos Group, that's thevelosgroup.com. Taylor, this was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Likewise. Thank you for joining us once again to everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It's very much appreciated. That helps other people learn about the show. If you know anyone who could use a little bit more passive wealth in their lives, please share the show with them and bring them into the tribe. Thank you for tuning in once again. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.